cliffcentral.com Yo, I put it like wow This that sound These oaks don't work hard like me I hope they know by now Bayo Bear Stand my ground Throw these money trees go overseas like Percy Tow I make sure you stay around Quiet when I'm under loud No negatives allowed me Positivity took a vow I always play to win Anticipate loss Mind always in the clown, my boy Never think about the drop Never, ever, ever think about the drop Welcome to it, sports fans It is the MKT Show uh, I am MKT And that is feeling good uh, I've had a good start to today um, First of all, not dead Great start Already, I'm thinking to myself This is an incredible day Six feet above ground And I hope it's going the same for you If not, I hope the next two hours are just that for you if you're listening on the podcast, uh, thank you for joining us uh, there. It's you, You're obviously listening later because podcasts are later. It's not the sort of live thing like YouTube. I'm saying Senzo Sotebe, who's with me, looking handsome in a beanie. How are you, my man? My man, I'm good. I have to I have to be honest. I'm good. Uh, life's treating me well today. I had to go for a massage. Uh, had to, oh, yes. Had to. No, I wasn't, and it wasn't really a massage. It was more I had to go to the physio because my hamstrings at the moment feel, wow, tight. Toit, you know what I'm saying? Toit like a tiger. Yeah, I had a bit of a workout on the weekend. Didn't work out for me. But uh, uh, I'm feeling like I'm, I'm back. I'm back on track. You know, we'll have to go for another uh, sort of physio session on Friday. Just make sure I'm completely back before I travel. Because this weekend, I'm going back. I don't know if I need to say hi to Amadlo Zuako. Because I am going to Eteguini this this coming weekend. Please come back with sea water. <laughs> okay. Um... Please say what you've just said again and explain what you mean because there are a lot of people that wouldn't understand and you have no respect and I love it. So, in our culture, or as black people, <laughs> uh, when someone goes to Durban or the coast, yes. they must come back with seawater yeah. so that we cleanse ourselves. Ekakasin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. So I must come back with seawater in a bottle. Yeah, the two liter. <laughs> Just a little something for the people. You know what I mean. It's incredible stuff. Thank you very much. Senzo, what's news, Pop? Uh, we, obviously, you in the middle. You, I think you're handling it quite well, considering how far you are. Your football club is in the mire. And look, I don't care who you are on this planet, not just you. If you're a, like a football fan like you and I are, or, or I should speak for myself, if you like me as a football fan where football is basically your life, you know, is it matters what your football club is doing. It, it matters. It'll shape your week. You know, for me, if Chelsea lose, the week's not going to be great. Even if we win midweek, when Chelsea lose, it's it's a mediocre week. How are you doing considering you're in the mire right now, mate? Ah, man. If you're going through hell, keep going. Uh, that was English drunkard um, Winston Churchill, who, who loved a bit of the sauce. He said that, um, if you're going through hell, keep going, huh? That's correct. So, you, so what, you're going to lean in? I'm strapped in. I'm buckled in. Is it? In it till the death. And and football will kill you a real death. A slow death, a real one. What who who said that? Mangob. No, no, no. Some guy. From, I, I think it's a guy from Baraka. Yeah. He football. You know, Rob. Football will kill you. You know, Robbie. Yeah. Football will kill you. Yeah. A real death. <laughs> Senses the TV is on it. Hey, uh, if you are with us on the tubes, click the up thumb. That means you like this show. If you hate this show, click the down thumb as long as you watch it. I mean, you can have it on. Have it on in the bathroom. You know, just leave your phone. You're in the bathroom. Have it on. You're not even listening to us. You 
pretend you're doing work. I, I don't know what people are doing. Just have it playing. You know, at least that'll support the channel. Um, but if you are listening to the podcast, remember, like, share, subscribe. By the way, um, wherever you're listening, our link tree is available. That's where people, uh, you, you know, we've got young guys like Ryan and James in the back there. Um, some of them are leaving memory sticks at home, which might mean the sound today is not going to be as good. Some of them are going to gyms in the morning and not throwing up, you know. that That's just what the technical guys are doing back there. Welcome, obviously, a machine. He's the same guy every day, just a human metronome. It's great to have one person where you know what's going to happen every single day. Uh, but with James and Ryan, part of the beauty of uh, the, this Westrand mentality is that you just never know what's going to happen with these two. Um, Yondan Digi says that <laughs> that time of day uh, where you'll laugh, learn, live, and hear no lies. Uh, this is what life is about. Oh, yeah. Uh, and sure, the best sports show, uh, sports content. Uh, I tried to score five in 50 minutes and fell in 30. Listen... <laughs> It's, you know, yonder, hey, just, you just got to love it. Um, In the back there, James, as I said, he's in a sweater. Uh, he's doing the confusing thing where, I've never understood it, but he's doing the sweater and the shorts, which is quite cool. Uh, next to him, you'll notice James sitting in a different chair. Terrible thumbs up, still has no dexterity, but he's, he's feeling good about himself. Yeah, uh, like, okay, he's doing that thing, influencer, you know, I don't know there's a camera. I'm just, this is my normal face. Yeah, there we go. There it is. It's like the terrible influencers who open, there it is. That face there is the influencer reaction where they go, what's in the box? What's in this box? Oh my goodness. Which is already open. Hey guys, welcome to my channel. Today we got a gift from, you'll never believe, Bath Bomb. Oh my goodness, Bath Bomb. What's in that box? Well, it's from Bath Bomb, ladies, so yeah. it might be a couple of Bath Bombs. I'm just guessing. Bath Bomb, huh? Yeah. Sorry, I have feelings towards him. Please. Oh, hey, you were ready. You were hair trigger right there. All right, coming up on the show today, we've got uh, Jaden Sancho. Uh, I'll tell you why he's struggling at Manchester United. Then we've got Spike Ballantyne, obviously, in hour two. Uh, that'll let you know, oh boy, oh boy, Max Verstappen, he went, Shaq, uh, Lewis Hamilton, I don't care, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just steamroll all of you. Uh, Spike will be with us to unpack USA Grand Prix 2021. It was an incredible, incredible race. Uh, from lap one, by the way, absolutely scintillating racing. So we'll talk that and much more on the MKT show on the other side. Cliffcentral.com is something I've been taught. So, I don't quite know what it means. I do actually know what it means. It's, uh, you know, really, what is the English translation? Because intiro is work. Mm. So, your work does the talking for you. That's correct. You know, basically, it's to say, uh, talk is cheap, money buys the whiskey. Yeah, I'm saying sense of hard plus, bro. Yeah, I mean, unless you don't drink whiskey, then then the saying doesn't work for you. Some people like beer, so you know maybe they should make that saying a little bit more flexible. Uh, some people drink beer, some people drink tequila, some Don Julio. Uh, James, you tequila guy back in the day when you were living that wildlife, or, or you, you know, you strike me as the fun tequila. Uh, you you got to get the colorful gin. I'd imagine is what you'd have. I actually used to often be the the person in the friend group that would uh that would um suggest tequila 
uh, against. Because you know there's always someone in the friend group that's like, hey guys, we should do tequila. Oh, like a shot? Yeah. No, no, no. But like, it had to be tequila. Uh, what, for the shot? Yeah, yeah. There's always There's always the one person in the friend group that does the, we should do tequila, guys. And then we end up hating our lives. And I'm that person. Have you ever seen uh, Tequila Mo- Mockingbird? Did, did you say Tequila Mockingbird yeah. or Tequila Mockingbird? Well, a little bit of both, yeah. Okay, so you're not impressed. Which is fair. <laughs> no, which is fair. Which is fair. Can't we save the puns for the F1 segment just now? No, we can do that. I just thought I'd, you, you, you know, it's been, a, it's been a bumpy start and I thought let's, uh, let, let's sort of insert some comedy. You're, uh, you're not getting me gasly. Because, no, that was, poor, that was poor. That was poor. I'm sorry. I apologize. What? what, what I tried, because you know how people say I, I'm gassed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, I, I tried. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. That's terrible. And then there's people who are actually giving up time to watch this as content, you know? I apologize to everyone listening or watching currently. You know what's annoying is I don't think you're sorry. You know what that apology is? There's, there's two different types of apologies in life, right? Is there's the I'm sorry I did what I did, but that was actually I'm sorry I got caught. You're the classic husband who cheats on his wife, and it's like, she goes, oh my goodness, what do you have to say for yourself? And then you say, I'm sorry that you caught me with her. Not, I'm sorry for what I did. And, and that felt a little bit like that apology. So, so to me, it was coming from a place of, I'm sorry that everyone watching and listening had to experience that. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I just, I, I don't wish that on my worst enemy. That was a horrible experience for everyone involved. <laughs> All right, Tabo Pali. Of course, it might be confusing for you because you might see this as Tabo Pali, and we've all made that mistake. But actually, he's he's from the um, sort of what they call the Switzerland of Africa, which is Lesotho, by the way. Incredible place. If you don't like altitude, don't go there. I believe the whole country is actually above two thousand meters. Uh, just incredible, incredible height there, and some of the most beautiful mountains in the world. Now that L becomes a D, so have some respect. Uh, for Moshe Shwe, who did incredible things considering uh, the little resources he had. Um, Tabo says, James, change Senzo's title to Senzo Sitebe. His team lost 5-0 to Liverpool. Um, Senzo, don't know if you watched that game. Manchester United lost 5-0 to Liverpool. What you going to do, man? Well, don't lose 5-0 to Liverpool. I mean, what are we doing here? Hi. It's a very good question. So, do, do you not listen to news anymore? Are you just like, I'm going to ignore... Yeah. What do you do now? Yeah, uh, actually, that's probably a good question because you're into content. Are you just watching like what's the Kardashian thing? Living with the Kardashians or keeping keeping up with the Kardashians the not, whole time? Not even, bro. Not even. What do you do? How, how do you how do you get away from Manchester United news? Ah, well, you can't avoid it. You know what I mean. So what do you do? What, 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 take um, me to take me into your day. I'm doing. Hey, my... hey, you know what? This is a good this is a good chance before we get into Manchester United. Take us into Senzo's world. All right, you leave work, whatever time you're leaving, you're on your way home. Crash, boom, bang. Sometimes you Uber, sometimes you take a taxi, you head home, boom, boom, boom. You walk in the door. Take me into Senzo's world. What are we thinking? Change into sweatpants. Sweatpants. Do you have the tight ones or do you have the, the loose-fitting ones? Both. Okay, both. So you're not even thinking about it. Whatever sweatpants are there, get sit, into that. Sit in my bed, put yeah. bits, yeah. catch up on the news, and then, yeah, go read some of my schoolwork. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then what? When do you eat? What do you eat? Who decides? Who decides what we're eating? Do you... Whenever, my man. Because you live with your family, so do you say, hey, this is what we're eating? This is, who, who decides that whole thing? Uh, my mom. Oh, <laughs> that's because she's cooking, I, I would imagine. There you go. So do you, do you ever put in an order? 
because when I used to live with my, my parents, I used to, or I used to live with my mom, I say, I want to eat this today, make that happen, otherwise I'm not happy. It's not a restaurant, man. Not for you, huh? That's tough. Ryan, you strike me as the type of guy, because you still live with your family as well. Um, you, you strike me as the type of guy who's put, putting in an order at home. Like, ah, now I feel like, uh, to, well, you live in the West Rand, so you might say, I feel like horrogs for supper or whatever. I don't know how to respond to that. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Which part? Are you just assuming that we just have hot dogs for dinner? Well, I don't know. You can have nice food too in the restaurant. Oh, okay. That's news to me. No, there's, there's genuinely some nice places in the, in the restaurant. Have you I, ever I, been to the I, diner? It's in Devilsdorp. Ryan, I've told you this before. Uh, for South Africans who don't know, so I, let me break it down for people around the world. I live in a in a part of South Africa called Johannesburg, right? Which is, yeah, it's a real city. It's cooking. But I live in a very very conservative suburb. I'm a very conservative person. I live in the northern suburbs of Johannesburg, which is where the middle class people live. And there is a road on the way to where Ryan lives. It's called Fourteenth Fourteenth Avenue. Now people say that's quite close. But anything past that, I refuse to go there unless um, I'm getting paid to do it. So, Ryan, I don't know diners or whatever you're saying because there's no way I'm going to the West Rand. But, but you, you're on the wrong side of the West Rand, though. Oh, the, no, the, the, you're the thinking of... That's like Florida side. The dodgy side is when you go over the mountain. No, no, no. The dodgy side is when you go past 14 like, like, don't hang on on-deckers for too long. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Because <laughs> what's going on there? <laughs> no, because Undeckers, you can go directly to Devil's Order yeah, yeah. from Undeckers. But there's like a point, right? Mm. And you just have to don't cross that point. And then you'll be fine. Mm. It's... Cool. So, so, so what are we saying? Diners, huh? Uh, well, there's a place called The Diner. Okay. And I believe James took his mom out to a lovely place called... Uh, where was it? Ben, ben, oh, uh, Banjara. 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah uh, I think that's more um, of a franchise. It's Square. Not... Okay, Benjara's around name. the country, I think. Guys. Sorry? Uh, Benjara, I believe, is around the country, if I'm thinking of the right restaurant. What's your point? It's a franchise. I mean, you're saying it like, oh, that's a, there's a nice place. Yeah, but the- you're saying it like it's a McDonald's. But, uh, I, mean, I mean, you can get personal service at a, uh, at a, at a chain. Yeah. You can get personal service there. Uh-huh. So, okay. you, you just, you basically like putting it all in one thing, like, this is the same as everyone in the West End, we have friendly people there that run chains. <laughs> okay. So, so now, and then we have other, other people who don't run chains. They actually just... Yeah, they have chains to beat people up. Yeah. Yeah, because no, yeah. it's the West Rand. Mm. I understand where you, that was going very In the good northern here. suburbs, if you're not putting down like 500 Rand, you can't get a decent dinner or like a decent like waiter <laughs> to look at you with respect. Well, hot take. Nice things cost money. What do you want? <laughs> you said the middle class lives there. Don't you ever want to live your life on the edge? Mm, I mean, there's the, yeah, yeah. Listen, uh, but Ryan, do you call home? Like, do you go, hey, mom, listen, here's how it's going to go. Here's what I'm feeling today. I would like chicken, boneless chicken. Like, are you that guy for supper? Um, I guess I can. Do you, though? I mean, you strike me as the type of guy who would. Like, you, like, you know, the passive-aggressive thing where people go... I don't want to tell you what to do. Oh, oh, like that. Yeah, like, like your, to, to, who, who cooks at home? You, your mom, dad, um, sister? We're trying to get a thing going where the whole family has to take a turn. But okay. 
Well, what are sure. some of the roadblocks? Because you're saying we're trying. Like, well, why is not? Why is it not happening? Um, because some days I'm either home late or I take a nap in the afternoon, mm-hmm. and so then my my turn will be the next night. If you know, if I'm up, but if my sister gets home a bit later, then she'll she'll cook, or and then sometimes my dad works late, so my mom my mom will generally be the the main cook. But and do you, do you put in orders, or what does your does your mom say like, hey guys, what do you want tonight? Well, you know, um, no, not I. I sort of run with whatever we're going with. Oh, that's tough. That's tough because I mean I am fussy, but I'll I'll, I'll run with it. Do you complain? Do you do like because fussy people? Do, if you're saying you're fussy, it's like oh, did you, are you like oh, it's pasta again? Be honest. Yeah, I'm. I'm sort of like. Do you know how we have that discussion about you're not angry, you're disappointed? <laughs> 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 it's just not. It's just like okay, we're having this. We could have had this. I got you. But instead, we're having this, and that's okay. But I mean. Would it kill you to make a, <laughs> a decent spaghetti bolognese? Do you say that to your mom? No, no, no. I would never say that to my mom. Not directly. I no, mean, but now no, you have no, kind of no, said no. it. Yeah, if she, if she is watching today, right? Remember, you're... we do live on the West Rand. Yeah. Oh, so is your, is your mom from the West Rand? Uh, my mom's from Zim. Oh, so, and she's a farm. So most people from Zim that live in South Africa are from, uh, is she a farmer? Like uh, no, but my uncle was. Uh, okay. But, but, they... but she came from Harare. Hardcore. Yeah. Uh, you will get a slap in the face. There's yes. no 2021 parenting uh, with the farm people. They will sort you out. In a... <laughs> farm people. <laughs> oh, well. That's no, no, no. We are, well, I mean. No, we... no, I'm not apologizing for that. Is I, I kind of like that she's from that, that environment. Yeah, yeah. I think more, more kids of your age and James' age need a crack in the face. Um, just, so that, just so that you know that you, you can't go around talking a certain way. You can't tell your mom, hey, listen, I like the chicken, but would it kill you? <laughs> To have a hot dog every now and then, or, or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan. <laughs> no, fair enough. L- listen, every day is a school day. Nice to, nice to know what you guys in the West Rand um, are up to. All right, listen. Um, so, if you are a Manchester United fan, Jaden Sancho is in a situation right now. And it, it was, I was watching on the weekend, obviously. I watched from goal zero to goal five. Really, I watched till goal four, and then I couldn't believe they scored a fifth. But... James Sancho on the weekend was a really, really interesting thing. He's, he's a little bit trapped because people forget that this guy's still only 21 years old. I think everybody thinks the price tag means he's 25 and at his peak already. He's not. We've only seen the raw product, and I think uh, Dortmund does this better than most people, is to give you the raw product and somebody else go and polish it, which is, makes ha- Erling Haaland even more exciting, right? But let me quickly tell you why I think this guy is struggling. And I think for Jaden Sancho, the, the rest of the season is a write-off. Number one, he came in overweight. And I don't know what the story is there, but he is not in footballing condition. Uh, we've seen that. But here's the thing about creative people, right? Creative people. I work in them in my industry. They're everywhere. And one thing is that creative people are generally emotional people. Generally. Not always. Not always. Not always. But generally, the ones I've encountered is generally creative people or emotional people. And the thing about emotional people, right, they will always tell you this. I need my freedom. Actually, what you need is some stability. Yeah, yeah. Because actually what they think is they want the freedom, but they don't know how to make it a business. Because creative people just want to express themselves the whole time. But unfortunately, you've got to at some stage say, 
hey, it's a business. How do we convert your creativity and make it something people will buy? Creatives don't like to hear that because they hear that as a prison, right? Creative people actually, for their talent to flourish, need stability. Jaden Sancho, unfortunately for him, came from a stable place to an unstable place where his tendencies now that he had at Dortmund, they could absorb it because it's stable there. So uh, systems can handle a little bit of edge. Manchester United were already a mess, and Jaden Sancho is 21 years old. Like, young people need stable environments. He came into the worst situation, and I'll tell you what young people don't do well with. I don't care how smart or how prodigious you think you are as a talent. They don't deal well with pressure. They don't. Young people do, and that's not their fault, by the way. It's not a 21-year-old's fault that they are not ready to deal with pressure. It's that he's 21 years old. He has never felt real pressure in his life. Dortmund protected him from everything. Manchester United is at this price, my friend. Oh, you, sir, need to be ready. Creatives need stability. Let me tell you something. Jaden Sancho is a victim here. And I'm not a big fan of what he was doing with... Uh, I, I, I said to Manchester United fans, actually, before he signed, I said, the haircut in lockdown thing, that tells you he's not actually a Manchester United player. And then he pitched up overweight. And then I, I thought from the beginning, this ain't going to work. Right? Because I can see already where that's going. I've seen this before. I've played with creative people before. I know what these superstars are like. He's not cut out for Manchester United. But in this case, he's a victim. He is the victim in this case. Because he came into a place with no culture. And creative people, hear me now. I've worked with them for the last seven years. What they think they want is freedom. What they need is stability. For creativity to flourish, there must be stability. You don't believe me? Probably the greatest business of all time is the Catholic Church. And my God, what a base they've created for the greatest artists of all time. So go and look at the the greatest artists, the Sistine Chapel, all of these chapels, right? Go and look over the last 400 years who the biggest artists are of all time. Everybody thinks that Michelangelo is just some some dude, some maverick who came through. No, funded by the Catholic Church. We know that now. So he had that stability so that his creativity could flourish. He didn't have to worry about what's he going to eat. This is what creative people need. They need stability. Jaden Sancho is headed for a disaster situation. But there's, there's an even bigger disaster, and this is my last point on him. And I wish somebody had told me this when I was younger. They tried. Is that, you know what you're never going to get back is this lost year in the development phase of your life. You're 22 next year. Right, that you don't get this year back is this is a stunted year of growth because he's still growing. You must remember part of the growth you have to do at Manchester United is you're on the front pages. How do you deal with that? This year, this is stunted now because he's not in the papers. Everyone's talking about him for the wrong reasons, and he's 21 years old, and that's going to affect him in a very certain way. So, for me, a victim, uh, talent is not interesting, and I, I think this is another case where I'll keep saying it and I will die on this hill. Talent is not interesting. Character is all that matters. Talent at this level is not interesting. If Jaden Sancho thinks that he's going to go to Man United and they'll be sad if they have to sell him in a year and a half's time, he is so far wrong. There are far more talented people, far more talented people that have been at Manchester United and been let go like that. Jaden Sancho had one good season at Dortmund. I mean, one great season at Dortmund. He's not Cristiano Ronaldo. He's not that. And folks, he is a victim of Manchester United. But he made that call. And he might as well consider this, the rest of the season uh, a write-off. There is personal responsibility. He came in overweight. I cannot forgive him for that. 
Uh, on the on the YouTubes, where you can actually leave a comment, by the way, if you'd like, is Tracy Bard says, uh, for right brain creative people to flourish, they need a bit of left brain stability and sensibility. Sancho is a perfect example. You know, Tracy, Tracy, uh, Tracy's one of our OGs, right? She's, she's, she's really a supporter of what we do. And I love that. That is so wise to say. And, you know, we live in a time where we've got a guy like James in the back. And James is, uh, will tell you he is a creative. And, you know, it's difficult to explain to young people because as soon as they hear discipline, they hear prison. Is that that's how you let your talent actually flourish. Get into some routines so you've got a foundation for your creativity to really express itself. So, Tracy, I love that, and I couldn't have said it better. Jaden Sancho is in a situation. But in life, sorry, folks, 100% responsibility. He came in overweight, and I told people before, the, before he came to Man United, the, the haircut in lockdown thing, that tells me who he is. Uh-oh, that's a problem. Not at Man United. Uh, Mbulelo Govan says, tough times for Jaden, even... Had to readjust his accent again. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> that is so good. That is so freaking good. Yeah, so uh, Jaden Sancho, hey, what are your thoughts on him? Can he bounce back? Are you, are you a fan of him? Did you yeah, like I'm him? I'm a before? fan of him. I like him because like, he's into assisting more. Like He wants to give the glory to somebody else. Got you. So he's one of those guys. You yeah, know yeah, what yeah. I mean? He wants to be the architect. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but uh, I mean, he just needs, I think he needs, he needs a manager like who's, who's going to unleash the best out of him, you know what I mean? You know what I hope he doesn't become? Um, Chelsea are in a situation, a guy called Callum Hudson-Odoi is mm. becoming a bit of a situation now. And I don't like the paper talk where Thomas Tuchel has to explain why he's being hard on Hudson-Odoi. Like, just be hard on him. Like Hudson Odoi just got a cracking 150 million, uh, 150,000 a week deal two years ago at the age of 18. Yeah. Be as hard on them as you want. want. Yeah, because I mean, you have to. Have to. Because now you're saying, listen, we're not just going to reward you. Yeah. Let's produce now. And you know what's tough to tell uh, young guys, especially now in the Instagram phase? Look, you saw it with Neymar, right? You're seeing it with Neymar now. All the stuff that's come out in the papers is actually Barcelona was such a sanctuary for him. You know, yeah. as much as he's saying, I hated being in that, but being around Puyol, being around Xavi, being mm. around Leo Messi protected him so that he could just do his thing. You know, talent just wants to do its thing, right? And one of the greatest things I believe that ever happened to Neymar is that Barcelona system so hard yeah. on players. Um, Jaden Sancho doesn't have what Cristiano Ronaldo had. Ronaldo, part of his talent is that he came in and Rio Ferdinand was unforgiving and Vidic was unforgiving yeah. and the great Sir Alex Ferguson from 19. Ronaldo arrived at 19. Yeah. Unforgiving. Unforgiving. Folks, I've, I've been around some talent in my life and the one thing I've always said, I'm not a talented person so I don't know what talented people uh, go through. Right? But one thing I know that I've seen when they want to flourish, talent needs to be coached. In football, I, I don't know about business, but in football, talent, it needs to be, and it wants to be coached. Because talented people get bored, by the way. Like, people don't know this, is talented people get very bored very quickly. They figure things out twice as fast as the rest of us. And then they get bored. Which is why Thomas Tuchel is perfect for Callum Hudson-Odoi, if Odoi is going to be the guy that he's going to be. I'm still unsure on Hudson-Odoi purely because I always, always, always pick character over talent. Talent is so not interesting to me. 
because talent is everywhere, right? Are you willing to put in the hard yards? You're not going to be like now. It's too late. You, you know it's unfortunate for Jaden Sancho, and I really like him. Like you've got Cristiano Ronaldo level talent, but you'll never be Ronaldo now. You've wasted another year because Ronaldo at 21 was two years away from becoming Ballon d'Or, but he was in the he was in it. His teeth, he sunk his teeth into his talent. Jaden Sancho's doing what? Pitching up late, pitching up overweight. What are we doing? But what it tells you is that at Manchester United, the, the, culture's, the culture is so rotten. Luke Shaw pitched up overweight. Jaden Sancho now pitching up overweight at Manchester United. Boy, oh boy. I, I mean, I, I just don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. And maybe, you know what? Maybe I am the old guy. Maybe at 35, it's I don't get it. Maybe these kids, it's about vibes. But as far as I know, it's Manchester United. And at Manchester United, there was one standard that Cristiano Ronaldo at 18, it was non-negotiable. There's, there was no way you were pitching up overweight because Vidic wouldn't put up with it. Carrick wouldn't put up with it. And if Jaden Sancho wants to be that guy, it's like if you want to be that guy, sacrifice. Sacrifice. You've got to be a guy who sacrifices. It'll be interesting to see. It's a write-off this season for Jaden Sancho. It's... It is unfortunate. All right. On, on the other side, by the way, we will uh, get some social media from Senzo. Uh, see what's happening on the airwaves. But let me quickly tell you something. If you're a busy person and you're like, oh, my life's so hard. I've got to work. I'm single in the big city or whatever. I don't know what people complain about is don't worry about it. You can get the show on the podcast. You can get the show on the podcast. Cliffcentral.com, the Cliff Central app, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Maybe you're that guy. I'm going to the uh, grocery store. Ryan doesn't go to the grocery store because he just tells his mom she should have made a different supper and he makes her do the shopping and the cooking. Obviously, we've heard now Ryan will complain about anything. But maybe you're that guy. By the way, big earphones in the shopping mall guy, you, you look stupid, by the way. Let me just tell you. Like, stop shopping with your big earphones. Get the, get the things that come in. You know, you look ridiculous getting beetroot uh, with, your, with your beets on your head. You, you look stupid. I just want to tell you, like... It's it's not a cool flex. You're not a soccer player. Like you look like you look like a dum dum. I want to tell you what you look like, 21 year old guy with flops and cool socks. You you look like a dum dum at the shops with those uh, big cans on your head. What are you DJ? What are you are you DJ? Are you DJing near my oranges? Is that what you're doing? That's what you look like. You look like a dum dum. DMK T-shirt. Plenty coming up on the other side. Is at the wheel. Put the, put the hashtag in. That is the face of a man who re- recognizes it. Oli is at the wheel. Hey, hey, hey. it is what it is. Oli's at the wheel. 
Yeah, man. That sends us a tear. Broken. Alone. Feel, do you feel more alone or heartbroken? I'm all pro- I'm devastated, bro. <laughs> you for you and your man, eh? A man apart. Yeah. That's putting it lightly. Yeah. Uh, here, here's a man, Tyron van Veek. Hey, Tyron, um, it's, it's so great to have new listeners and new people commenting. And um, what I like is they're taking great joy in Senzo's pain. So, Tyron, remember to hit subscribe. By the way, if you are new to uh, Cliff Central Sport, welcome. Please do subscribe to our YouTube channel. It's good for my ego and it's good for our numbers as we are trying to get some sponsors, which is excellent. So, Tyron van Veek asking... A great question. Why is Senzo not wearing the Liverpool shirt today? Senzo, do you care to answer that? I don't want to speak for you because you're a grown man. It's not an everyday special, guys. What's the story? I told you guys twice. Only when twice. Here. So you're not wearing the shirt today? Tomorrow? Wednesday? Friday. Friday, eh? Oh, it's the long lunch. I thought, oh my God. Yeah, so Flip will be here. He'll... Oh, there we go. People are very happy about that at the back. Uh, Ollie's at the wheel there, James. Just your thoughts. There it is. I was uh, singing at the top of my lungs during the ad break. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. Ollie's at the wheel. At the wheel. Ollie's at the wheel. La, 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 Ollie's at the wheel. Ollie's at the wheel. Are you finished or are you done? Oh, this is not going to be done for a long time, my yeah, friend. Yeah, I mean, f- five nils pretty <laughs> five bad. Five goals, bro. Arrivals at home, Stratford End. Uh, ten men as well. It was four nils. So it's, it's not like they had ten men. Just, uh, you know, that only cost them one goal. Um, oh, has Paul Pogba done a new Instagram yet with a new haircut? Surely, by now. Has he? If he did that, they'll tell him, dude, don't even bother coming back. So not yet. Expect that. Vegan boots. Oh, here's what's going to happen. I've, I've figured it out. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Right. Paul Pogba, vegan day, right? He's at a vegan, obviously, photo shoot where the camera is made of kale or whatever as well. <laughs> Absolutely no technology allowed there. Somehow they figured out that tech is made. He's at the vegan shoot, right? And he gets a wig that's made of kale as well. James, are you joking? Broccoli, oh my goodness. Vegan boots, broccoli hair. Are you, are you joking? Are you joking? James, that's where we have to go, right? Uh, all I see in my head currently... Is Paul Pogba. That's, that's it. it that, it's the perfect image. And then, next to him, uh, the daughter of the one person who was in the Beatles, according to Ryan, the uh, McCartney lady. She's a designer. Uh, Senzo and James told me that. Or uh, Ryan told me that. She's standing behind him. No clothes, because that's actually vegan. You know what I mean? The most vegan outfit you can have is no clothes. Uh, that's why they call it salad dressing. Because... <laughs> Without the salads naked. I got you. I got you. There is also Paul Pogba did post on Instagram. What did he say? He said, "No time to feel sorry for ourselves. Wake up, step up, and make the next days better, guys." Gutenkosi uh, saying that was uh, an unnecessary shot at Senzo James. Uh, laughing face emoji. I do like this one. It's one of my favorite emojis. The single face tear emoji. I do like to throw in the, the ruffle one, though. The ruffle one's when it goes side crying. I do like that. That expresses that I'm laughing so hard I can't even keep my head up straight. I do like that one. But this you, is good stuff. You only sounded about 100 years old there. The ruffle one. Yeah. What do you, what do you, what do you call the side emoji? I'm crying. I'm crying so... Or like, huh, I'm on my side. I, I, I'm not, I could be wrong, but I don't think I've ever met someone that, that, that says ruffle. 
What I've said, R O F L. Well, like rolling on the floor laughing. What I'm saying, the whole thing. What's the point of the acronym hey, then? Hey, I've said it once, I'll say it again. I don't make the rules, bro. No, but oh, oh, no, no, no. Listen, the whole point of having what they call an acronym is so that you don't say the whole thing. So if I was to say, hey, do you know what I like? You know what, oh, you know what my favorite acronym is? It's the rolling on the floor laughing acronym. So the reason you have, you know, the reason I say, um, hey, James, when do you expect this? If you say to me, oh, TBD, I, I don't say, oh, thank you very much for saying to be determined in a short way. No, you've already done that. So the, the ruffle should send, send a purpose. There should be a way to say the acronym. That's the whole point of the acronym. Do you know what I mean? Hey, man, take it up with, with William Shakespeare. I didn't make the English rules. <laughs> Neither did he. He was just the guy who wrote. <laughs> no, he, he just wrote plays. <laughs> he had nothing to do with it. <laughs> didn't he make up some or, or create some? <laughs> no, he created a lot of words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... Yeah, there's this place called Oxford. I'm not sure if they actually released a... It's a bit like the Bible. It, it does give you a hint with the whole uh, dictionary thing. I'm sure you've heard of it, the Oxford, Oxford Dictionary. Not doing too badly in terms of sales. What's, uh, what's the dictionary? Yeah, no. And it shows. And it actually does show with you, James. William Shakespeare, interesting character. Stratford-upon-Avon, by the way, James. You can go to his house. One of the most boring tours in the history of mankind. Uh, if you do want to do it... It's a bit of a tourist trap thing. If you're into like literature, unlike James, where you've got a bit of culture, I guess you want to go just so you can take the, the douchebag Instagram uh, photo. But James, if you go, it costs a fortune, by the way, and it is incredibly boring. Is this, is this Will's, Will's house? Yeah, old, old Billy, Billy Dog's house. Where, where does he actually live? Or li- where did he well, live? Well, now probably... Uh, Six feet under. No, a little more. I'd probably, I'd probably say... 25 to, to, to 55 feet mm. under. I mean, mm. yeah, as you know, he would have yeah, he would have died a while ago. So, so where did he live? And don't just uh, I, say I, the country. No, I just told you, Stratford-upon-Avon. He lived, he lived in England, obviously. Yeah, the, oh, United Kingdom. Uh, Stratford-upon-Avon, that's a real place. What do you think I'm telling you? Like, like a new version of tomato sauce. Did I, did I not just say, don't just say the country? Well, I said Stratford-upon-Avon in England. No. I'm over it. I'm over it. Let's do sports things. No, wait. wait. We're teaching people. What what more do you want to know than the place he lived is called Stratford-upon-Avon? No, when you you first said Stratford... Say it again? Okay. Yeah, when you first said where he lives, um, I didn't hear you. Um, And then when I asked, you guys were like, England, United Kingdom. And I was... I just said, don't say the country. You're a mess, and I like I it. I am, I am. It's been a long five days. You're a mess. You're a complete and utter mess. It's true. It's All true. right. Well, you know, takes one to know one, they say. Uh, Ollie Out says, good morning, best show in Africa. Damn right, Ollie Out. Although, Ollie's at the wheel. And uh, myself and James know that. No, 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 no. Ollie's at the wheel. Da, 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 da. Ollie's at the wheel. Ollie's at the wheel. Uh, Ollie Out says, my name will happen after the City game. Now, that's a good one. That's a good time to come to Senzo Sitebe. <laughs> what is acceptable in the city game? Be honest. A get win. out of your fields. A win. A win against who? Now, come on. Don't... Whoa. Hey? Did you say a win? Yeah, that's what I just heard as well. W. Against win. Manchester City. You heard right, my name. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on. At this stage, we now need to wonder... 
while my mother's in town, should she be coming to have a sit down with Senzo Sateve? No, see she shouldn't. Don't worry. His stability mentally. Listen, Senzo, I hope you know. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. James. Uh, Man, you're I, not a fan, bro. I'm flabbergasted. Don't be. <laughs> you're flabbergasted. What don't, are you? Don't. Don't be. Are you being serious? Dead. Do you have a mirror at home? How would you look at yourself if you heard you saying that on the podcast later? A win against Manchester City. Correct. Now you can't be serious. I didn't stutter. So, so wait. Okay. So you're saying Oli has to win against Man City in That's order for right. to, to not get fired. Mm-hmm. What if they lose 3 now? Uh, then kill me dead. He's not going to get fired. Is it, is it what? Yeah. MKT. Yeah, talk to me, right? Can, can we like, safely say that uh, Sendo's insane? I believe Einstein said nah, uh, when your insanity is, you know, expecting the same thing to have different outcomes, but it's just no, well, happening over no, and over again. No, what he, yeah, I like what, yeah, what he said was uh, doing the same thing and expecting a different outcome uh, over and over. Um, yeah, I don't think he, I don't think Sendo's insane because in this case, is that his? It's kind of like. Ryan, you ever met somebody where their girlfriend's a nightmare or their boyfriend's a nightmare? And you're like, what the hell is this person doing with that person? You know? And then in the end, actually, it's like, no, you can't choose who you love. You, you know, we're not reasonable with the people we love, which is why Senzo, I can forgive him his lack of what seems like insane behavior. But I also understand that you love your football club. So you're not going to be reasonable when you approach it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Toxic loyalty. That's what it's called. I didn't even know that. that, that is that a 2021 thing? We can make it a twenty twenty one thing. Toxic loyalty. Oh my goodness, James, you kind of had that when that lady cheated on you in Dubai, hey? Eh? Yeah. Now, to be clear, she wasn't in Dubai. You were in Dubai. I was in Dubai, correct? Were you there to buy stuff? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to some social media. Uh, Senzo, what do you have on social media for us? The first thing I have. Uh, Stat News um, is showing us the stats for the NBA after a week. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Best offense, well, offense, mm. is Memphis Grizzlies. Best offense, Miami Heat. Best net rating, Miami Heat. Mm-hmm. Best record, Bulls. So, mm. they bring back Jordan times. And most, most rebounds per game, Rudy Gobert. Mm-hmm. Most assists per game, CP3. Most, most shots per game, Paul George. Mm-hmm. Uh, most... BPG, um, I forgot what that step means, but uh, Time Lord. You know the Time Lord is, right? No. Oh, okay. Dame Lillard. Best field goal percentage, uh, J- Jared Allen. And most threes, Lamelo, CJ, Paddy. Who's the, who's the guy so far? Uh, playoff, I mean, playoff, uh, playoff Pete tried to bring it back, uh, obviously, in that second half against... Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but it didn't quite work out. Uh, but you know Playoff Pete is going to fall off, though. Yeah, he's got a problem, huh? He's got, he's like, he's the, I was watching something yesterday. He's got the, they've dropped the most, um, clutch buzzer beaters on him. He's, he's got the shoulder problem. Both shoulders are, are, are a problem. But hey, do you know his story with Doc Rivers' daughter? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, yeah, he had six men on the court. Yeah, he played a little, yeah. Over time. A little street ball, yeah. And he, I don't know if they were married or whatever. That was, yeah. And then Doc Rivers obviously was coaching him recently. Yeah. It's hectic. And what's interesting is Doc Rivers came out and said, yeah, he had a talk with him and forgave him. It's quite something, huh? 
And then I like how Paul George had the tenacity to come and call Doc Rivers out when things went wrong as well after you'd done that to his daughter. That's wild, hey? Get a load of that guy. Yeah, PG. Playoff PG, he named himself. <laughs> I like how Lamella said no, no, nobody's ever called him that. He said, hey, that what he called himself. <laughs> you can't christen yourself. <laughs> that what he called himself, said Lamella. He's never going to win a title because he's with geriatrics now. Lamelo said, Lamelo is Rav... No. No, no, Ravel Morrison never did anything. He, he's Mario Balotelli. Actually, good analogy. Where, why, why did he go to the Knicks? Oh, lifestyle. New York, New York, New York lifestyle. Lamelo. All right. Uh, what else you got, Pop? Uh, Eden Hazard, shame. They're, Ancelotti doesn't want him. It's Dulga. He's roasting him. Mm. He is roasting him. What's he saying about Eden Hazard? He basically oh. said to Eden Hazard, listen, you're surplus to requirement. Boy, oh boy. Uh, Mail online saying Eden Hazard is told to put up with his limited game time at Real Madrid. Uh, boss says he prefers other, other players. players. Um, he says, he, this Ancelotti. Yes. He has absolutely everything, but he has to put up with it. He can play, but the coach in this moment prefers other players. The important thing is he is motivated to work and play. He's doing that and his time will come. The problem with, be, with going from Eden Hazard, right, to Eden Hazard is that at Real Madrid... You know, they've got a serious guy. Is Vinicius is for real. Hey, Vinicius, he's, doing the, he's making the pots, as they say. And that's Hazard now can't play any other role. He doesn't have the dynamism to play in the 10 role. Mm. He can only come off the left because his thing is still the dribbling. But the problem is you can't have a Maguinha for breakfast in Spain and expect well, to be at that, the top of your game. That's what happens when you give somebody all the money. Talk about an eaten mess, am I right? <laughs> an eaten mess. I'm I'm not sure I get it. I kind of like your enthusiasm. Is Eaton mess? I don't think that's a real. It's it's a it's. I think it's a dessert in England. It's called an Eaton mess. Oh, okay, is that that would have been from it, his from name's Eaton because he's eaten everything and he's a mess because he's. You know what's funny is I spent time at probably the institution that came from for for seven months and I've never heard Eaton and Eaton. Pause, guys. Whoa! It I, is a thing. I promise. I just no. I just stumbled off. A sensational story right now. It came out 15 minutes ago. A PSG star, unnamed, was robbed as he stopped at a red light last night in the boys, okay, public park. Yeah. And he was robbed by prostitutes. Robbed by prostitutes? Yep. <laughs> that's, that's dumb. <laughs> Why are you guys laughing in the back there? Oh, oh, no, hold on. Let's talk about this quickly before we go to a an break. Un, an unnamed PSG player was robbed last night in a renowned prostitute hotspot in Paris. According to reports. Right. Um, Eaton Hazard. Okay. Obviously, Carlo Ancelotti, he says, hey, I played with Franco Baresi. I'm not going to put up with fatties here. Is Forget it. I, I've, I've been... I built two great teams. One at Real Madrid. <laughs> one at AC Milan. Dynastic. Is that you, we cannot have a fatty like Eaton Hazard trying to bring a dynasty down. Carlo Ancelotti saying, hey, I gave them La Decima. I've seen that before. You can go and have all the hamburgers you want. Get the hell out of here. I got a, I got a, a pretty boy from Brazil called Vinicius who is just incredible for his age. So you get the hell out of here. I'm the Don. And I'm also, I'm also going to do that thing that The Rock does with my eye. That's what Carlo Ancelotti will tell you. So uh, Eaton has it in big, big trouble. Big, big waste. Big, big trouble. That's what it's going to bring you. I'm just telling you that. Uh, you know, don't shoot the messenger. So... Like, we've got to go from that. Obviously, Eden Hazard, that's fine. He's, you know, you know where you'll find him in the canteen and not playing football because he's eating everything. Let's quickly move on from that because I, I know we need to go to a break. What are you telling me about prostitutes robbing a, a PSG, footballer? A PSG player. Wait, why are you guys laughing in the back? 
Like, Ryan, tell me, what are you guys laughing at? Um, no, I was just, I was just saying to James, if it's, uh, if it's anyone, it's got to be Neymar. (laughs) (laughs) They won't put his name in the press. It's got to be Neymar. Yeah, I I know. That's purely speculation. You say, so what what you're saying is that, hey, you got a Neymar who it is. (laughs) Unnamed, eh? No, no. Is that what you're saying, right? A little, little weak on that one. Yeah. Neymar. You got a, you got a Neymar. Bit of a dilute. No good, hey? Mm. You got a name on who it is because Ryan's accusing. All right. <laughs> hey, folks, on the other side, listen, we're going to talk Formula oh, One. It happened in America. They do, they do things different. Shaq is the size of a house. He was there. Uh, it just incredible scenes. Also, now that it's happened to a footballer in Paris, look out for prostitutes. They'll rob you. I, like, I'm not saying that, you know, they're bad people. I'm just saying they will rob you. And a footballer who... Oh, a footballer who's yet to be Neymar. Hmm. No, the guys aren't having it. The MKT show. Uh, we, we got Spike Valentine on the other side. Cliffcentral.com. Prostitutes are thieves now. Wow, oh. no, that's a bit unfair. Yeah, that's very Straight unfair. Straight in, man. Come on. Well, what do you mean? Okay. Unless you talk about the one... Oh, I thought maybe you were talking about the one that stole your heart. Oh, oh my! God. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's Sorry. going on? Oh man, no, I like that—the one that stole his heart. The prostitute who stole his heart. Um, joining us now, Spike Ballantyne, who, for his sake and our sake, I hope he's never been robbed uh, by a prostitute. Spike, I'll let you answer that quickly before we get into Formula One talk. No. Okay. So I mean, big... no, I haven't. Not no, I'm not going to answer. <laughs> Because yeah. no comment is, is actually a comment. Yes, yeah. So at yeah. this stage, you'd like to say, you, yeah. you categorically state, you've never been robbed by a prostitute. No, never. Oh, God. I never been robbed by a post- prostitute, no. I want to tell you something. That is fantastic news. I'm glad to. I'm glad That's you're fun. happy. Now, we need to ask the next question. So mm. what, <laughs> what is a footballer who's a millionaire doing near prostitutes? These are the questions, eh? I can, the real I, answers. I can relate that to Formula One. Um, yeah. One of the Schechters, I don't want to say which one because I can't remember and I might, I might disparage the others that weren't. Yeah. He was, uh, he was in F1, he was a, a test driver for Jaguar, I think at the time, or he might have even had been in line for a race seat. And he was caught, I think what they call it, soliciting uh, in the UK. Baiting. Yeah. Soliciting. So, yeah. It was one of the Schechters and he was, you know, he was on his way up. Had everything going for him and yet... On his way up, I like what you said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but I mean, whilst we are sort of, we are a Formula One segment, but while we're talking phallic, you, you, you know, at least he wasn't that um, politician who was in Bruges, who was anti-gay, and then obviously caught in lockdown in the gay orgy. Oh, wow. Yeah, there was a politician that happened. That was incredible scenes. So, yeah. you, you know, in this day and age, whoever it is, and we haven't Neymar'd him at this stage... At the stage, he hasn't been named mod. It's, it's, it's way too in your face, which makes it weak. You know, is that what it is? Sure, I think so. Well, so what if I like if I said nay, and then we kept talking, and we like mod, like a little bit later. You know what you could have done? Yeah, it's been like, 
It's uh, killing me. I was I was gonna offend a whole bunch of people. Let's go with it's killing me. Yeah, yeah, like oh, I can't wait yeah. to find out because it's killing me. Yeah, to find out. You know what I mean? Uh, there has to be a better one. There I, has I, to be. You I know what it is? The the situation is messy. See, oh, there we go. Yeah, but also we shouldn't rush to conclusions. Nice. <laughs> okay, that's yes. how to get into there it. All go. right, let's get into nice. You, you, you know, you know one of my favorite things, uh, and I've been really fortunate to have been to Texas quite a bit because my father worked in an industry where it is booming down there. You can say oil, it's fine. Well, the natural resources. Right, right, okay. Um, and so I just love Americans for this. When I was obviously using the greatest sports app, there is um, the F1 app to watch the highlights. Um, Circuit of the Americas, they call it down there. Mm-hmm. Like, no, not, not. Uh, I don't know. Like Texas Racetrack. Mm. No, no, no. So all of the Americas, just yeah. like the Dallas Cowboys have named themselves America's team. They haven't won a title in 26 years. Mm. But I love, don't you love how Americans do that? Yeah, and that's the thing. It's, it's not just Circuit of America. It's, as you say, all the Americas. Yeah. The Americas will not have another circuit besides that circuit. Because that is the yeah. Circuit of the Americas. If you live in Guatemala and you're yeah. thinking, we need an F1 race in Guatemala, don't worry about it. We got you. It's in yeah. Texas. Right, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you're in America, we're in America, we got the Circuit of Americas. There we go, done. Spike, now, um, you, you, you were away. I was, yeah. Um, you know, wherever you were, I hope you come, you've come back refreshed. Boom, boom, boom. But I don't know, did you get to watch the race live or did you have to come back and, and, and watch it, uh, when it whenever you got back? No, I'll go watch it when I got back on the F1 TV Pro app. <sighs> Fantastic app. Yeah. I mean, I, you can't say enough good things. If I say more good things, people are going to think they're paying me. So mm. I'm just going to say it's a fantastic app, maybe the best sports app out there. But, but are you joking? I mean... You know the thing about highlights is I just want to speak to every single uh, news like app and program in the world. Cut out the fifty seconds at the beginning yeah. where it's the people warming up. Yeah, no one cares. You know, don't uh, I hate that? But this, what I loved about this race was literally from the first lap, electric. Mm. Like Danny Ricardo, first lap. I want to cut you off. The other McLarens zoom in and zoom in, <laughs> give positions back. That was the first lap. Yeah. The first lap was maybe the lap of the season. It was incredible. So already we knew from there. Is that the most electrifying, like, is there more space to overtake in America? What happened there? No, I think they just had a, they had a, one of those laps where, you know, the, the varying starts of the, different, of the different guys just gave opportunities to the guys following. And I think it's getting to that point of the season now where guys are, are going to be fighting harder. So particularly with McLaren and Ferrari, there's yeah. now three and a half points between them. They're going for that third position in the championship. McLaren want to defend it like hell because they got there last year. Yeah. Uh, and so Ferrari's gunning for that. So, you know, those kinds of opportunities now are, are now there where people are pushing harder than they have been because they realize now it's the, we're at the pointy bit of the season. So they've got to get in there. Yeah, I, man, I, I, I got to tell you, again, the same thing happened last time. I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to watch the seven-minute little clip on. Mm-hmm. I don't need the whole race. Mm-hmm. America, it's a ridiculous thing. Mm-hmm. But then when I saw that first lap, I'm like, no, no, no. And now I need to know what happened. Because yeah. if, if So I went and watched the half-an-hour one again, of course. Mm. Cracking app. I, I went and did it. Was What I liked about um, some of the, um, the events on that first lap for me, and I don't, know, I don't know what you thought, is that it tells me how many of these guys still care. Like what Danny Ricardo... I, yeah. I love that. Yeah. I, like, I kind of thought, you know, some guys are coasting. Like, yeah. especially now, obviously, it's kind of a one and two race in terms of the Constructors' Championship. But then it reminded me, like, these guys are champions. Of course they still care. I, I love that. Yeah, they're always going to fight. And I like the fact that, that Dan Ricardo has, has had the difficult season that he's had. Yeah. And he's now coming back and finding his feet and, and finding the measure of Lando Norris 
more often and, you know, getting back to his old fighting self. And even, you know, as Carlos Sainz said, playing a little bit dirty, which <laughs> Ricardo came out afterwards and said, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm a nice guy. I'm allowed to fight dirty every night. I don't mind. Yeah, so, we- you know, seeing those kinds of battles is fantastic. Guys like, like uh, Vettel on, uh, on Russell and that battle from the back of the field. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and Vettel ended up in, in the points. So th- those efforts are, are really, really spectacular to see when it's happening. And it's given the guys uh, dividends as well. So was uh, what I loved was when he said he, he did that on purpose. Um, I think it was Danny Ricardo mm. or somebody when they touched mm. was that was that Ricardo and Science when they when they touched like that? Uh, yeah, Dan Ricardo. I don't think he did it on purpose. I, I had a look and I couldn't see anything that he did on purpose. It looked to me like he oversteered a little bit and collected him. But there was Alonso and Raikkonen as well that had a ding dong battle all the way through. Uh, uh, Alonso is acting like a grumpy old man. I mean, I love the guy. Yeah. He's one of the greatest ever, but wow, he's behaving like a child at the moment. So, talk about grumpy. Love crisis. But yeah. Uh, or who, Alonso? Yeah, I mean, he's, he has the battle with Raikkonen. Uh, Raikkonen gets pushed off the track by Alonso and happens to get a better line and carry more speed and take the place of Alonso. Alonso's on the phone to his engineers going, you know, he passed me under the, under, by, by going off the track. I mean, never mind that Alonso pushed him off. The yeah, track. yeah, that's beside the point. Uh, and then Alonso kind of fell back and Raikkonen raced into the into the distance. And then later on, Alonso and Giovinazzi, you know, Alonso tries this impossible move that's never going to work. Yeah, goes off the circuit but takes the place and carries on as though nothing's happened. You know, in the <laughs> hope the in the hope that the that the stewards will go, oh, you know, what, it's fine. Raikkonen did it to him, so he can do it to someone else. But then later on, was forced to give the position back. So now this ties beautifully into obviously Verstappen saying, "Get these cameras out of my face." But mm. I, I, I want to talk about, <laughs> I want to talk about the, like how this ties in. You, mm. you, you know, like in every story, you, you need obviously main plots, uh, protagonist, antagonist. We, we have that beautifully now with Max and Lewis, obviously, and Toto's in the mix as well. Yeah. So we've got great narratives for that main story. But it's kind of cool to have guys like Alonso as a subplot. You, you know, the guy who's is he long in the tooth or not? And mm-hmm. he's a little grumpy. It's good for the TV show. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, I love it. I like, hey, Fernando, go for it. Yeah, absolutely. And, and there's lots of those little subplots going on the way down the, mm-hmm. the, down the grid. You look at guys like the battle between Norris and Sainz. You know, these are ex-teammates, still good mates, and they're still, you know, having the occasion to, to go wheel to wheel, which is really nice to see. Yeah. You've got these battles between ex-world champions. If it's not Alonso and Raikkonen, it's Alonso and Vettel, or Vettel and Raikkonen. You know, these kinds of sub-stories that are, that are also part of the, as you say, the main theme of F1 at the moment. I'm into it. I'm into it. I'll tell you he's not into it. Max Verstappen said... For yeah. stop it. For yeah. stop it. For stop it. I like that. Yeah. For stop it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so what's this guy's story? You're overstepping the line. Over! Whoa! James! I'm sorry. I'm going to take Okay, that James, you've got to come in now. Spike has just dropped a gem. Are you... Flip- box, 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 James. Yeah, box. <laughs> <laughs> he's overstepping the line. Overstepping that that one's that one's quality. I'll give you that. That was really good. <laughs> the, there's no overstepping him. We've already done that. Yeah, yeah, no, no, so. we, we, yeah. But overstepping the line. Hey? That's, that's a flung lap by Spike. That's quality. I really wish we 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 had the old soundboard that we used to use. We could do the clap. Yeah, I yeah, just yeah. repeatedly press it. No, but we've moved on. The, the bigger, better studio, uh, you, you know, comes with complications. Maybe we should maybe we should just hire somebody to clap. I mean, I'm I'm always down to make a little bit extra. No, you no no, you're working already. I mean, look, I'm also look. pretty good at clapping. Look, terrible. It's because you got no dexterity. Do give us a thumbs up there, James. 
See, that's a terrible thumbs up. You've got to get that um, thumb up. You, you know, the thing about clapping, there we go. Ryan's got it. Obviously, that's the competition of the guys from the West Rand. But actually, clapping My is... My thumb's bigger than yours. <laughs> All right, let's move on. I, 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 I don't wow. know what's happening there. I, I've got no idea. <laughs> You've altered it. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. He's altered it. I mean, hey, Valtteri Bull is what you, you are. I, I Valtteri did. Yeah. Doing too much. Doing I don't much. understand that. Botas. He's, he's also in Formula we One. We should just do Formula Just you keep We should going. carry on, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toto, we're in Kansas anymore. We're, Toto, we're not in Kansas. You get that yeah. one? Probably not. You have no culture and you don't know that Toto Wolf or Wolf, however you say it, he's in Formula One and also Kansas is a place. It's also from a movie. And it's in America. Uh, yeah. Statistically, nice uh, Kansas in there. is actually flatter than a pancake. What's that? Statistically, Kansas... Yeah. It's actually flatter than a pancake. Okay, there's no way I even want to look that up. I mean, it's come from you. Uh, Robert Cunningham uh, Cunningham says, The joke was good. Ignore the people in the back. Uh, They are there for a reason. (laughs) And I mean, that's fair feedback. That's stern but fair to you guys. So um, I love that people are biased towards me. Uh, If if Robert changes his mind throughout the show, though, I'll turn on Robert as well. I'm happy to turn on anyone who's against me. So uh, It's the apex, eh? Yeah, yeah. No, no. I'll I'll, I'll turn on anybody. uh, I'm not a loyal person. Max Verstappen also... (laughs) He's loyal to himself, that guy. So, no. Spike, what's the story there? No, he's just come out and said, you know what? Everybody's uh, loving Drive to Survive, the Netflix series. Uh, they're, going, they're recording season four of that series in the current Formula One season. Uh, and it relies heavily on the participation of the drivers for one-on-one interviews and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. They, get, they get most of their stuff at the track while it's happening live. Um, but Verstappen's come out and said, well, he's not a big fan of it because the storyline, a lot of the storylines are manufactured. Yeah. So they will pick up something at the track and they will just kind of make up their own story as they go. And he said, you know what, he's not interested in that. He wants facts. He wants things that actually happened to be shown and for it to be, you know, as it is. He's not a fan of manufacturing things, storylines for the sake of it. So he said this season, I'm not interested. He's not uh, involving himself uh, with the Netflix production for this season, which will be a bit of a pity if he wins the world championship. But now, see, this is this is doing too much. Okay. Mm. Like, like, I love him. You're pretty, mm. uh, the sport's bigger than you, and there, there's Max. I love you. Yeah. And I like the for, for the traditional fan. There's probably a lot of people saying yes. Mm. You know, the old school fans will go yes. It's about the racing. It's about the engineering. It's about. Mm. But I, I'd like to think. Listen, mate. To whom much is given, much is expected. Yeah. Right? Is that you earn the GDP of some countries. And you deserve it. I'm yeah. not saying he doesn't deserve it. Yeah, he yeah. deserves it. The market has declared that he deserves it, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's economics 101. Come on, pal. Mm. Hey? Or, I don't know, like, well, what's your take? You're a part of something bigger yeah, than you. I agree. I, th- I think this, it's a bit of a double edge. You can't contractually force him to sit there and be interviewed by Netflix because yeah. he'll be a rubbish guest, you know, <laughs> a rubbish interviewee. Yeah. But by the same token, as you say, there's, it's part of the game. As much as being photographed by, by the paparazzi in the media, as much as being you know, hounded at hotels by fans, all those kinds of things. It's all part of the game and, and you really should participate and make it about the sport to get as many people attracted to the sport as possible. You know, Danny Rick has come out before and said the same thing. He said, you know, he said he watched season three and a lot of it was kind of not blown out of proportion, but he said a lot of the plot lines were manufactured. Yeah. Um, they made more out of his battle with various people than, than actually happened. Yeah. But he still plays the game. He's still part of Netflix. He still does the interviews, you know. And I think it's important for the sport as a whole that you know you get the buy-in from these guys, even if they don't buy into the final product. Especially the golden child. Yeah, exactly. The chosen one. 
No, no, you must come on, play ball, pal. Mm. No, 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 no. But, but it's this new Instagram James's generation mm. where it's about you. It's not about you, pal. But like, it's only entertainment. Come on, no. Yeah. Do it like you're doing it for TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's just straight up. And this is the thing. I mean, he's he's going to get interviewed for TV. He doesn't have to watch the series. He doesn't. He just has to sit down in a chair and answer some questions. You know, and then do what he does at the track anyway. Yeah. And they'll stitch that together however they want. He doesn't have to be a critic of the final product. He's not a TV guy. And, and like, maybe I am old grumpy guy, but... You're not, old not maybe. Yeah, I am old Actually, grumpy. Actually, you're right. You're right, Kanu. I do like him. I, I, you know? A bit more eloquent, but yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not about you, Max. Like, like, you are the golden child, but it's not... Like, long term, this worries me. One, one great thing about mm. a guy who's avoiding tax, obviously living in Monaco, is Sir Lewis Hamilton, is he's played the game. Right, a fashionista. I'm, I'm buying into all of it. Mm. I mean, obviously, I'm going to keep the main thing the main thing, you know. But he's, you know, the Instagram. He understands. Like, there's a bit of self awareness that I've kind of liked about Lewis Hamilton throughout mm. the years. Is he's? I mean, he almost overdoes it. But it's a show. Overregulates. Yeah. You, you, you know, it's mm. like Max. You're a part of a you, of a bigger thing. Yeah, a yeah. theater. Yeah. And you know what? If Lewis could do it, keep when what's he on now? Seven, eight championships. Seven, Seven championships. You can. Keep the main thing, the main yeah. thing. Just let the other people do that stuff. You don't, you don't even have to... You know what? The makeup lady, you don't even know her name. No. Just let her put the makeup on. Don't, don't even acknowledge no. them as people. You don't have to get there half an hour before your call time. Just get there two minutes to make up, sit down, do the interview leave. That's it. Yeah. You know what? It's tough though when you are, I mean, possibly the greatest young talent to, to come out of <laughs> Formula One. Like who's going to... Yeah. Ta- who who could go to him and, and make him listen? Well, that was going to be my next point. Christian Horner. At some point, management should... Again, it's a difficult thing. You can't force him to do anything. But management should, should explain it to him that way. So, look, it's part of the game. For the good of your profile and your fan base and the sport as a whole and the team, people want to hear what you've got to say. Who's the owner of Red Bull? That he's a maverick. Uh, the um, Austrian guy. Yeah, yeah. Dieter Mateschitz. Mm. I think if, if a Southern's not careful... Let's just give it to mm. the end of the season. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think Dieter Matisic is, is very happy for, for Max to do whatever he wants. You think so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of likes it, the Maverick yeah, thing. Hey. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Cause that, uh, you gave him wings. Yeah, yeah, I like what you've done there. Yeah. But Ooh. also, uh, the, the thing is, it, it's an extra talking point because if Max hadn't come out and said that, we wouldn't be talking about him or Red Bull or Dietrich Matisic. So the fact that he's, that he's come out and made a stand, now we're talking about him. I do like Max. Because mm-hmm. it's all tire talk. It's all tired. Ah, uh, he'll never get tired. Talk it's track. He's, he's he's still on the right track. <laughs> James in the back shakes his head. Uh, Ryan not having uh, any of it. All right. I mean, it, it's a big part of it. I think you know what. He's young. As we all grow, I think he'll mature. Surely he'll mature yeah, into. Yeah. And also, you know what Netflix will do. Max, what do you think of Ten Million Dollars on the side? Yeah, possibly. Because they'll they'll sort it out. Yeah, yeah. Like we can't not have not a guy. It's okay if Mick Schumacher does this. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, Paul, take okay. a seat. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, what's happening with Tenoda, by the way? Is he... Because I, I, I wanted to ask you, is he... He's coming back. He's finding his feet. He's, uh, he's doing all right. He had some... He had a good battle with uh, Valtteri Bottas yeah. at uh, the stage. So, yeah, he, I think he's now a little bit calmer and he's kind of not finding his feet because he's been in it for a while, but he's certainly less erratic than he was. He's qualifying a little bit better. He's racing a little bit better. So, yeah, I think ultimately... The decision to keep him on board was was the right one. 
Good. instead of turfing him after half a season like they are known to do sometimes. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, yeah. So. I mean, just ask, uh, just ask guys like uh, Pierre Gasly and, and Alex Albon. You yeah. had half a season in the Red Bull team and then got demoted again. It's hard to uh, keep track of all the uh, races that Red Bull has let go of. Sure. That's what is going on? What then? were you saying about obvious earlier? Yeah. Keep track. Okay. Box, 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 James. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. That's great. We should, we, should, we should introduce the flag system. I, we need one. Yeah, yeah. So that'll be black keep, flag keep, race keep over. Keep track. Yeah. No, yeah, no, no, no. no we, we, we got it. We got it. Um, James, but I uh, might as well say... Uh, for, Sorry. For, Fifth you, time's the charm, I suppose. Yeah. But look, listen, James, your generation's got an interesting vibe to them. I mean, obviously, Verstappen, he just wants to do his thing, probably Instagram girlfriend and they just he owns 16 yachts wants to do his thing and and be paid 30 million dollars a year but interesting thing happened on the weekend i know you're into vibes james obviously you're a coffee influencer for those people who don't know in vietnam uh, you're probably the biggest uh, tall white guy in the history of vietnamese uh, coffee influencing talk, talk about a tall white am i right <laughs> there we go Oh my word! Great clapping from the guys in the studio because yeah. they know how to use their thumbs and actually get them out the way. Unlike James. James, who can't use his thumb, so he's a bit of a flat white. There, I mean, oh, see how we're making it work now, James. But your generation—incredible <laughs> stuff. Um, yeah, Martin Brundle is one of the biggest legends um, sport has ever had. By the mm. way, no, no, not just Formula One. Sure, like, like he's an absolute institution on his own. I like, obviously, as a race aficionado, uh, Spike and I—he means more to us than other people, but. But he is an institution. I, it, mm. When you do something at that level for this long, I don't care what, what industry you're in. Mm-hmm. He is an institution, and I'll let the guys have their say. They may agree or disagree. But I saw something on the weekend. James, do, do you young guys just think all old people don't matter anymore? Like, if it's not Selena Gomez, who cares? Um, <laughs> I know where you're going with this. <clears throat> and... Uh... I don't know what you want me to say. <laughs> no defense, huh? I think it's rude and very disrespectful. I mean, Spike, what is going on? Like, like first of all, who do we formula? Who's that? Formula One, or is it just it's America? You got to let the show go on. Yeah, I, we've spoken about this before, and how celebrities tend to rock up at uh, at F one events, and everyone says, "Oh, there's so and so, or there's this person," or mm. you know, and and for me. So what happened was Martin Brundle was on was doing his his grid walk for the first time in a long time uh, that COVID regulations allowed. So he was doing his walk. There were a couple of celebrities on the grid. Uh, there was a rapper whose name I forget, uh, and there was uh, one of the Williams sisters. I think it was Serena Williams was, was on there as well. Uh, sorry to interrupt you, Spike. It was it was Megan the Stallion. Megan the Stallion. That's her. Megan yeah. the Stallion. Yeah, Megan the Stallion. I think it's, it's the with like three e's. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay. Already. So. What happened was uh, Martin Brundle wanted to get a word with either or, yeah, uh, or both, and um, tried to step up to get the mic in effect. Because I mean, if you've seen the pit walk, it is very much a, a, a thing where you just kind of find someone, run up to them, put the mic in their face, ask them a question. Yeah. There's no pre-planned or scheduled or anything. Yeah. So he ran up to Megan the Stallion uh-huh. uh, or one of the Williams <laughs> sisters and tried to get in and got shoved out of the way by the bodyguards. The bodyguards were like, "No, it's not happening." and kept him out the way so th- that was where it came about and martin brundle came out after this you know we need a we need a similar manners on on these for these kinds of yes. things because 
if you're on the grid and I'm doing a grid walk, you need to understand that I'm, he's not the only one. A lot of the TV networks do it, that you're going to get a mic in your face because you're there and you're a celebrity and you know, you, people want to hear your opinions. I don't know why, because celebrities generally know squat about Formula One and have nothing interesting to say about it. Yeah. But there's a couple of things for me is that one, if you, the celebrities, anybody that goes to the grid should, should be told, you might be approached for an interview. Don't be a dick. Yeah. You know, you're on, yes. you're on worldwide television. Yeah. Uh, and just give the person a few minutes or a few seconds to answer a question. You know, be reasonable about it. That's the one thing. The other thing is I get the feeling that some of these celebrities are like, they don't like to be out celebrityed. Uh, and, you know, they get to this place and, you know, I would, I would imagine that most people at the Circuit of the Americas, which is the only circuit in the Americas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's never been another one. No, no, no. There will never be another one. I think most people there don't really care who... They don't know who Serena Stallion Williams or the Serena no, Williams. Care. They might know one or two. They don't But care. they're there for the Formula One. They don't care. So Serena, want, nobody cares. Yeah, they want, they're there for the Formula One and the Formula One drivers and the teams and the spectacle. And so when celebrities kind of feel like they're being out celebrities, they start behaving badly. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's the kind of impression Wilding. that I get. Yeah, they're wilding now. And I think it's up to Formula One management to go to these guys and go, look, if you're on the grid, you will be interviewed. Leave your bodyguards behind. No one there is going to pickpocket you or punch you or throw a pie in your face. <laughs> Just leave your bodyguard behind and play the game because we're letting you onto the grid. You, you know what they need to tell them? Each and every celebrity there. Mm -hmm. Everybody there that you see, right, is richer than you. <laughs> Everyone that you walk past yeah. on that grid, yeah. right? Even yeah. the engineers, yeah. they make what you make. So yeah. you know, every yeah. So, you, see, you see that you see that uh, that nineteen year old kid who's uh, in a race suit. Yeah, twice your 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 worth. Yeah, that guy over there is worth six billion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like 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 understand you are just a pawn, yeah. like you say, a pawn in a. Yeah, a, you are at, disposable. You, at, at best, you are a very very tiny part of the show. At you get, best, you get a few seconds on screen where people go, "Oh, look, there's Ben Stiller," and then you know, move on. You're a cog in the wheel. You're not but, even a cog. You're no. maybe you're maybe like some grease on a cog. You you know what you are. You you, you know what's the like the valve. The valve has like oh a little my seal goodness, just yeah, to yeah, keep yeah, the air in. Yeah, yeah. At best, you're yeah, that yeah, thing. The, the, the and don't worry cap. about. Yeah. We got fifty. Yeah. I can just replace yeah. you. I got one in my and pocket. And if you fall off, the show still goes on. Yeah, I got I got one in my pocket. Yeah. I got a packet of fifty in my pocket. Exactly. exactly. Serena Williams, you're big in tennis. Like, yeah. Don't come here and do this. Yeah. It's this is it's, it's another it's issue. This billionaire land. Yeah. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Max Verstappen going to a tennis match and having his bodyguard push a reporter out the way, you know, before the match. No. Absolutely. Exactly. Max Verstappen is probably not going to tennis. I don't hang around with poor people. <laughs> They're so poor. With, uh, hypothetically is what I mean. No, I know, I know what you're yeah, saying, but yeah. it's, it's incredible stuff. And I, I, I really, I don't like it. Um, Ollie out uh, comment on YouTube. Uh, if you're with us on YouTube, please click like if you enjoy the content. If you hate the content, the other thumb is hate. You've got to be honest in this world. Stern but fair. Ollie out says, F1 needs to stop bringing celebs to their races in USA who don't have a clue about the sport and walk on the grid, pushing away uh, Brundle and unable to talk properly about the sport. Only Netflix series. Listen, I, I think, Oli, I'm totally with you from a hardcore, it's about the racing thing. Like, I get what they're trying to do. Is you, you, America does this. Mm. Gloss. Yeah, yeah. What they do brilliantly is make these famous. Yeah, yeah. And we, we want that for the sport. But I think, let's take this as a teaching moment. Moving forward, if one needs to talk to the guys, the bodyguard thing, that cannot happen. Yeah. Like, we, we, you can't have bodyguards. Mm. Now, what, it's about... Was it Serena or Venus, who, whoever it is? It's mm. not about you. Yeah. Mm. And they've been paid. Like, American celebrities get paid. Mm. You've been paid to be here. Mm. You are available. Mm. 
Otherwise, you know what we do? We'll get Megan Fox next year. Yeah. And I'll, be, I'll tell you what Megan Fox will do. Ha! Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. She'll do that. And the crowd will know who Megan Fox is. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's not Stallion, though. We, uh, uh, it's good. She's only a fox. A fox. This is an excellent day. This is an excellent day. Wow. 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 An... Um, so, I was actually speaking to someone last night about this whole thing. Um, and apparently, the, these celebrities are actually prepped um before they go out onto the grid and and told that they will be approached by not just sky but various other mm. um news outlets and um the guy I was speaking to last night <laughs> said a similar thing to spike when was the last time so so this person said last night he doesn't understand why all of these celebs need 86 bodyguards that are all 10 feet tall because when was the last time someone was mugged on the uh, grid of an F1 track? In Monaco, imagine. Well, you know, this is the circuit of mm. America, but yeah. I, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. No, no, like, everyone there is richer than any celebrity, any of these, like, to, uh, there's a good chance Toto Wolf said, oh, who's that? It's like, <laughs> hey, get, get off the track. No, 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 Toto, that's uh, yeah. the stallion. Oh, whatever. sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez, that's unbelievable. Get, no, get, Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> is it Wolf or, or Wolf? Wolf. He's Austrian, so I presume it's Worf. Worf, it's a, it's yeah. a tight double. Yeah, Total Worf, yeah. Yeah, he's probably saying, oh, these guys, I'm trying to, you know, I'm, I'm busy. Yeah. yeah. Even Lance is like, stop strolling around, man. Oh, oh my Lord. Lord. Uh, um, <laughs> no, no, this is, you know, we get in there, we're in the mix. But now, uh, James, I just want to ask you, obviously, you next, you're sitting next to the king of pop culture in the back there. Megan the Stallion, what are we talking about there? Um, is, does she have the same, what background, what's her music like, what, what are we talking about? Um, so she is a musician. She's one of these Cardi B okay, so like rap, rap, rap rappers, yeah. But um, I would say she's most famous for. Uh, she was shot by a rapper last year. What? Excuse wow, me? was her rapping that bad? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> nobody's music that bad. Um, <laughs> he, she was shot by. Oh, oh Jay, uh, listen, I want to tell you something. Um, by the way, uh, you're looking at a guy, Ryan, over there, who thinks there's one person in the Beatles. Uh, or there was uh, only one person in the Beatles for, for starters. Really? I, 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 hang on a second. I've got a, I've got a question. Sorry to, to, to no, sidetrack no, no, no. on your sidetrack. By all but, means. But if there was only one person in the Beatles, why wasn't it just called The Beatle? No, no, no. Uh, MKT's uh, blowing, blowing it out of proportion. The Beatles are one of my favorite bands. Um, just yesterday, I just made a mistake on the show. I wasn't sure if all Beatles were from Liverpool. So I instead ran with that... I would just watch a, a doc the day before about Paul McCartney uh, being from Liverpool and then MKT was like, didn't you know all four of them are from Liverpool? And so he's playing that. The Beatles are genuinely one of my favorite bands of all time. You and yeah. like two billion other people. So a guy who didn't actually invent uh, the rules for the English language, William Shakespeare, uh, famously uh, wrote in a play, James, because James thinks William Shakespeare... <laughs> Where did he live again? And he's a drama kid. Who, James? Yeah, weren't you the captain of the drama society, society at... Um, Dead Poet Society. It's uh, not captain. That's disrespectful. The What do you call it in drama? The the captain. Oh, okay. No, I'm saying that in, in, in a shocked manner. So so what's the what's the head honcho in... in the in the head. The head. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, my bad. Ooh, a little touchy there. But anyway, uh, Shakespeare said, I think thou dost protest too much there because... 
Ryan, you don't need to keep telling me uh, that it's your favorite band. Is <laughs> we're aware of it now. You're diverting from the fact that you thought there was one Beatle, and that, that's just unbelievable. <laughs> Point is, one of the other Beatles got shot as well. So maybe Megan Thee Stallion on the way to becoming a legend because one of the Beatles did because no, uh, well, a, a Japanese lady uh, came along and said, "Let's sleep." Yeah, no, no, let's, said, oh, let's, no. let's 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 hold no, the back no, right all there. All the fan base said, "Oh no!" Yeah, oh, no. and then he got shot, and everyone said, "Oh no." No, no, no. She was she she wasn't shot like dead. No, no. She she, wasn't. she went out with a date with Tori Lanez, who's also a rapper Tory in the Lanez. game, and uh, he shot her in his car. He shot her in the foot, and then he just never got um, penalized for it. And so everyone's saying, "You shot someone." What? Was he? Was he not talking I about the other guy who got shot and died? Yeah, exactly. So, so, so you know, so he got shot accidentally in the foot versus someone who got assassinated. Yeah, are you aware that Yoko Ono was part of a whole other thing where they, she said, "Hey, let's sleep in for peace." Pretty tired. I don't know when they changed the sheets or whatever. I, I don't want to get into her health needs. But <laughs> oh. also, Yoko Ono. Um, yeah, he went downstairs. The other guy, by the way, he was also in the Beatles. The main guy. Yes. Went downstairs. Uh oh, problemo. Bullet. Oh no. No, I I wasn't aware of that. I mean, I know how the whole the whole shooting thing went down. But I wasn't aware Yoko Ono was involved. This is unbelievable. Sure. Oh no. I know she. I know no, she's, no, no. she's the not... reason that the Beatles fell apart. I do know that. Let's not cast aspersions. Yoko Ono wasn't involved in John Lennon's death. Well, she was there. Then she was upstairs. No, because he went downstairs for a smoke. I know. No, I don't know that. I'm filling in details. Paul McCartney's officially come out to say that uh, it was her fault. Oh wow! It's been like a couple of years now, and so he—they were giving him hell on Twitter the other day, and then he came out and was like, "Actually, she was the reason the Beatles broke up." So, <laughs> Ryan, it's incredible that you don't know that one of the members of your favorite bands was shot. The dead. main guy. Yeah. Well, one of the, the. I mean, yeah, was, he, was he the main guy? Wasn't it a fan that shot him? He like asked for his signature just like hours before he went into the studio, and then he came out and he was shot. And died. But mm. you're talking about Yoko, Fo- y- Yoko Ono being shot in the foot. I mean, that's not no, the main story. No, Megan <laughs> the Stallion got shot in the foot. By Tory Lanez. Oh, is this Megan the Stallion now? No. She got shot in the foot. Who got shot in the foot, right? Megan the Stallion got shot in the foot. What happened? She was on a date with Tory Lanez, who's a, who's a like, rapper. Lanez. And um, rapper. he shot her, like, as she was getting out the car. It, 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 like, deliberately? Yeah. Does she have ugly feet? My, uh, it's none of my business. Correct no, answer. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Ryan, you know, that's sometimes that's how it toes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> you must toe the line, bro. <laughs> hey. Uh, nailed oh, it. That's how it goes. Listen, nailed it. Yeah, there it is. There it is. Today's all. Fantastic. I mean, this is a job, huh? This is what people are spending two hours watching. It's, it's incredible. <laughs> By the way, if you're with us on the, on the tubes, please subscribe to the channel if you are new at Cliff Central Sport. Otherwise, uh, the podcast is available cliffcentral.com, Spotify, or wherever you may get your podcast. On the other side, we'll continue talking about the only racetrack that Formula One can ever happen at, ever in America. We'll keep talking on the other side. Spike Valentine's with us, the MKT Show. Central.com. Brundle had the pits. That was awful. Like I'm not. I'm, I ain't about it. I, like I, I didn't like. Yeah. I didn't like that. Like it would be like going to Manchester United no. and pushing Fergie. Like sorry, excuse me. I need to get to my seat. Excuse me. <laughs> sorry, Giza. Yeah. 
You're old. Excuse me. Like he, come on. Have, put some respect on his name. You know what I'm saying, Senzo? Ollie Alt um, says, <laughs> Tory Lanes. Is it Tory Lanes? It's Lanes. Lanes. Tory Lanes also freestyled about the shooting in a Twitch stream. <laughs> it's Tory Lanes. <laughs> what? Lanes. Yeah. Lanes. La- Lanes. Well, Tory Lanes. Why are you guys saying two different things? No, 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 no. It's Tory Lanes. <laughs> well, why is Senzo saying Lanes? Because he's not the king of pop culture. Oh, my God. That's Ooh, a whole different issue for a different time. Uh, we, can move, we can move on from that. Is Talk to me about this now, Ryan. What are you talking about? On a Twitch stream. So what's he doing? Playing like Call of Duty. And he's like, oh, you know what? That, that woman I shot in the foot. Let me talk about it. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a messed up situation because it was yeah, never addressed. Right, right. He shot her in the foot. No, I, <laughs> and I agree with you, but I'm saying, the, but that's like, like although that's up. the messed up part, it's not completely the messed up part. The messed up part is he was never prosecuted for shooting her in the foot. Setting off a firearm, illegal firearm, all of that stuff. He wasn't prosecuted for it. But is she, um, what's her vibe, Ryan? As the king of uh, pop culture, you, maybe you can describe Megan Thee Stallion to me, just to give me context, because... You, you know what? Some people are crazy, but there's very few mad serial killers in the world. Very few. That's why the documentaries are a smash hit, right? It's, oh my God, I can't believe it. For somebody to shoot you, stuff has to happen on both sides, right? Yeah. What's she like? Give, give me an insight. What are we looking at here? I mean, she's certainly not a librarian from the sounds of things. I know one of the comments said she's like a fake Nicki Minaj. What? But um, she, she's, she's in that like, you know, female rapper, she arrogance... What's her history? Is she also from... Because Nicki... Not Nicki Minaj. I don't want to disrespect her. Who's the other lady? The WAP lady? Cardi B. But Cardi she sings yeah. WAP with, with Cardi B. Oh, uh, she's the yeah. other lady on there. Mm-hmm. So does she have that background? Lady of the night? Um, <laughs> exotic? Because I like to call them exotic dancers. Because Cardi B used to be an exotic dancer. Yes. A, a late evening entertainment specialist. Yes, she makes it very clear. Yes. So is, is Megan Thee Stallion from that background as well? I'm I not... I don't want to just presume. I'm not entirely sure of that particular background, but I would say her come up is pretty similar. Why would you say that? Because I feel like you're just saying that. You don't sound very convinced, and I don't want to go off on a tirade. Saying- uh, she, honestly, the way I know Megan Stanley, she made a very popular TikTok track, and it just hit hit the world. And then she made WAP. Uh, well, yeah. WAP was, was quite a big one, too. What's, uh, WAP is wireless yeah, access something, main, hey? Protocol. Yeah. WAP, protocol. She, yeah. she featured on it. Yeah, and, and she's not talking about uh, uh, WAP that you could get on your phone for uh, back in the day when no, you no, no, James no. used to flirt with his girlfriend on uh, what's it, Mix It. Uh, <laughs> yeah, WAP. James, is, James wasn't of that era. No. <laughs> James, you had Mix It, hey? I had Mix It. What yeah, do you mean? I don't know why Senzo's hating on you. It's, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Does, does he Senzo... just seems five times more angry than usual. <laughs> and there's no Liverpool shirt. Oh, no. <laughs> that, that ties in the Beatles thing. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, listen, you guys are terrible. All right, Megan Thee Stallion, don't get shot in the foot. And by the way, just a public uh, sort of service announcement. Stay away from prostitutes. They're going to rob you. There you go. Unlike anybody in actually in a pit lane, right, of a Formula One event, which costs about $10 billion just to own a team, really, if you like, if you want to get involved, you've got to get like a consortium. Uh, Megan Thee Stallion, you've been shot in the foot. No one there is going to shoot you in the foot. Don't worry about it. They're very, very rich. Relax. Can we not talk, why are we not talking about the positive side of this? One of my favorite human beings in, in, in sports entertainment history was there, and mm. he did a swell job. 
the shack attack's just awesome, yeah. right? And uh, you know, you, you can see him from a mile away. A mile away. I mean, that is an enormous man. Yeah, he's a house, huge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's a. But you know what's cool about him? He gets it. Yeah, like like he's there waving the flag. Like, hey, I'm just a part of things here. Yeah, is it about the show? I'm gonna DJ. Yeah, he's he's a little bit older. I think basketball, in some ways, is, is kind of similar. It's a show, yes, yeah. It's yes. all like, you know. So yeah. I think he gets it, as you say. Yeah, no, he gets it. I'm I'm totally on board with. But check that was cool. The check yeah. uh, from what I saw. Wave the checkered. The checkered flag. I didn't see that part though. You shacked in the fool. Shacked in the fool. Um, do you guys know the checkered flag? The checkered flag. If <laughs> if he did, that's incredible. Checkmate, Spike. Checkmate, <laughs> Eddie. Hey, this is this is awesome. But I think was wow. check. By the way, that thing looked like a toothpick in his hand. He that Unbelievable. Was massive. Unbelievable. Did even Max Verstappen look like a toothpick in his hand? <laughs> oh, did he? Did he give him the the mm. hug? No, no, no. He he gave him the trophy. But him standing next to him, he looked like a yeah, like a stick figure. Mm. Yeah, Max was on the top step, and check had to hand it down to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. I saw the Lewis Hamilton picture. Lewis Hamilton looked like uh, like uh, it was almost like. The dad had come to pick his son up at school, <laughs> like a, like like he dropped him off at the go kart. Yeah, yeah. yeah like uh, dad, what did we do today? How was go kart, son? Let's yeah. go. <laughs> but but Spike, correct me if I'm wrong. A lot of these drivers, um, they they aren't required, but a lot of them are generally quite short though to to fit yeah. into the cars, right? Yeah, they are quite short. So it, you have to be a, a kind of smaller frame. Yeah, um, you can't be too large. But they're not. They're not all short. They mm. are all very skinny. I think Dan Ricciardo is pushing six foot. Uh, guys like Nico Hulkenberg, also close to six foot. Uh, David Coulthard, old school, he was sort of five, eight, I think. Yeah. But a lot of them are really small. I mean, Kimi Ra- I'm, not a, I'm not a tall guy. Kimi Raikkonen, I walk past him in Belgium, and he's shorter than I am. He's tiny. Kimi yeah. Raikkonen is really, really That's small. That's why he's angry. Probably, yeah. Short man syndrome. Yeah. Maybe. It's going to happen. Maybe. Also, he's from Finland. Well, no, he's a world champion. Why would you have small man syndrome if you're a world champion? You know what the problem is? He's from Finland. Is, trust me, the, the rest of the Scandinavian countries do not like them. Oh, really? Even Iceland is viewed above them. So. Hey, 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 easy on Iceland. No, no, I like Iceland. Ah, I, I've good, never good been there. I know, I know it is a... But yeah. I'm just saying, if you're from Finland, they just generally are. <laughs> they don't need to finish. He's scorned. Finish. Yeah. I like what yeah. you've done there. He, he is scorned. Um, what I liked about the weekend, and I, it is something you want to talk about, but I, I do agree, is... At some stage now, obviously he doesn't want to be on the Netflix series, but the guy is brilliant. Max Verstappen mm. this weekend is was it's quite quick as well, you know, from twelve months ago, a guy saying, "Is this guy ever going to calm down?" Mm. to immediately this season, I take mm. it uber serious, mm. clearly. And somebody's had a chat with him. The young people don't just change like this. Yeah, but but admire the guy for taking it on board because. Spike, this was a class weekend. This was a very yeah. polished weekend of racing from everything I've read and, and some of the stuff you, you, you said mm. to me. Yeah, and it's important to, to say here that it wasn't Max being the class of the field. It was Max up against the class of the field and not putting a foot wrong and still coming out tops. Yeah. And I think that's what impressed me the most about it is he, he was under massive pressure you know, he's, as a leader of the championship, yeah. as a guy who's going up against seven-time world champ, as someone who's taken the title fight to the dominant team of the sport. Um, as someone who doesn't have as, as much experience as the as the guy you know uh, who's who he's challenging, yeah. so in lots of ways the, you know there was pressure there and he just absorbed it. He, he, I think the one thing that that wasn't spoken about a lot on you know Sky's commentary, which we get on the F1 TV Pro app, and they do have a UK bias, they do have a, a Lewis bias, and that's you know given yeah. and understandable. But there was there was not for me there was not enough said about the way in which Verstappen 
manage that race. Mm. You know, he lost the lead at the first corner. He made sure he kept in touch. I know Lewis was struggling on those mediums to start with, uh, but he kept in touch. Red Bull made the right pit call to, to pit him early, get the undercut done. He took the lead. But where it really came to the crunch for me was after Lewis's second stop. Um, Lewis came out of the lap, uh, out of the pits with 17 laps to go with a eight and a half second gap to Verstappen ahead. And I think in most cases, if you've taken that stat and said to anyone, Lewis has got 17 laps to catch the guy who's eight and a half seconds ahead of him and Lewis is on fresher tires. And there was a lot of comment this week about how, or last week rather, about how the Mercedes was quicker in a straight line and, you know, we've got those long straightaways at the Circuit of the Americas. Mm. Any other day you would have said, well, it's Lewis's. He just needs to catch and pass him. He's got the car, he's got the tires, he's got time and he'll do it. And he didn't manage to do it. And I think in part it's because of the way Max managed his second set of tires. He came out, he pushed when he needed to, he, he backed off when he needed to. And then right in the closing stages when Lewis was closing in, you know, sort of two, three, four tenths a lap, then all of a sudden Max found a tenth quicker in this sector, found two tenths over a lap and just managed to, to keep a distance where Lewis was not able to catch him. And I think that for me is, is the real mark of the guy who's now becoming a full, proper, all-round driver because he's not just thinking about what do I do this lap and next lap. Yeah. What do I do you know, for the rest mm-hmm. of this race on this tires, understanding what his strategy is, understanding what Lewis's strategy and also commenting on his teammate's strategy, mm-hmm. which he did at one point, getting on the radio and saying, well, get, get Sergio in so we force Lewis to pit. You know, that's the capacity that he has while driving at ridiculous speeds yeah. around a very bumpy circuit of the, of the Americas. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that I really took away this weekend was how exceptionally well he managed that race. And then at the end of it all, and something he does, I've, I've noticed over time, it only really kind of rang a bell this time around. After the race, when he'd won, and you know, they do the post-race radio while the guys on the cool-down yeah. lap, they were like, you know, Max, well done, you won. And he was like, hey, guys, that was great. Yeah. He wasn't shouty and screamy and over-exuberant. He was like, you know what, that was a lot of fun. Great, cool, let's carry on. Yeah. And he's not, you know, it wasn't this great release of emotion or tension or anything. It's just like, you know what, I got the job done. Let's move on to the next one. And I think that level-headedness yeah. in all those respects you know, just, just shows me that, that if he's not a champion this year, which I, I'm going to say it now, I think he will be. But if he's not this year, he's going to be very, very soon. And he's going to be one of the guys that's going to be very difficult. His name's going to go down for sure as, as one of mm. the greats. He's, he's really becoming a complete driver now. It's fantastic to see. And he's how, how old now? 23. 23. So he's got, what, 10 years at his peak? He's got, he's got yeah, 10, 12 years at his peak and then mm. another five years after. He's that. going to be a terror. Yeah. Six, six titles, surely. If he, if he just keeps it on. If he keeps Well, six titles, yeah. But this is, what's, this is what's really cool about Formula One now is it's not this... You know, turbo hybrid era where you know we've got this dominant team and everyone just expects that either Lewis or or Valtteri are going to walk away with every race. Coming into next year specifically, you've now got a level playing field for everyone, and you've got these talents. You've got Norris, you've got Verstappen, Russell. you've got Leclerc, you've got Russell, yeah. you've got Sainz. All these guys who are massively, massively talented getting into machinery next year that is a complete unknown. So the battle is only going to heat up between all of them, and it's going to be very interesting to see. You know what Americans do better than anybody? If you look at all their sports leagues, and they've nailed it now, I think, in Formula One, I don't know how, how long it'll last because mm. uh, billionaires will find an edge, especially with better engineers, is that mm. parity is an important thing for sport, is, mm. especially if you want to make it competitive. Yep. The reason the NFL has just signed a $120 billion deal is, even though it's not really true, but 
everybody feels at the beginning of the year like they can win. Everybody mm. has the same money. Everybody yeah. has a billionaire. Everybody gets a quarterback. Everyone gets to... The worst team gets to draft. Yep. And I think you're seeing elements of the American mentality to mm. sport. And they, they try to do it with something called the European Super League. It's been a disaster. Europe yeah. rejected it to mm. try and create the, the, a sort of similar thing where you can't get relegated and whatever. I mean, you're seeing elements of it. Yeah. Like you're saying, salary caps. That's a very American yeah. thing. Yeah, and, and it's it's coming into the regulations as well. So so you know part of the new regulations is to make sure that all cars are you know that the cars themselves are more competitive. Mm. So they can follow closely that overtaking isn't aided by anything other than the car. So there's no DRS. You know the cars are, are naturally able to to hold a closer line to the car in front, which they struggle with at the moment. And so overtaking becomes a bigger part of the sport. But everybody's got access to you know the you know the same the same car essentially in in the fundamental way. Um, and the other thing is that, yeah, you mentioned cost caps, so everybody gets the same amount of money. Yeah. But then there's a sliding scale of error testing next year. So the most successful teams get less error time. They get less time to wind, wind tunnel test their cars. So they get less time to develop the aerodynamics, while the teams that are less successful get more time in the tunnel. It's, so it's, yeah. it is bridging that gap and bringing everyone to parity. So ultimately, you end up with a situation where you've got the drivers making the difference. Mm. And there might be teams who are able, who are better resourced. Uh, who can throw more people at a particular problem and maybe come up with a solution more quickly. Yeah. But ultimately, the, the, the aim is to get to a point where everybody's racing on a more level playing field than we have now. And then it's good for the sport. Because Absolutely. It, it's, it's kind of like... Because then it becomes about the spectacle of the sport and not how big your bank balance is. Yeah, because everybody thinks dominance is good for a league. It's not actually. No, it's not. It becomes boring to watch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Nobody wants to watch it. I mean, yeah. I mean, the only... Especially in team sport... The only time it ever actually worked was Tiger Woods, right? Is mm. where just one guy, it's a decade, and it kept growing, mm. you, you, you know? But that's an individual sport. Yeah. Here we're talking about people support a team. It's, uh, this ain't it. It's not. Yeah. E even in the great Manchester United years, you, you, you know, the Premier League's never done better than the yeah. Arsenal. Arsene Wenger at their peak. Mm. Now, I was having a look. I was reading articles. That was the best years when mm. the rivalry's hot. Because um, oh, TV shows, which they are, all sport is, it's about the what if. Mm. You, you don't want it's to know. About, yeah, it's about no, the almost. Yeah. It's about the what if, and it's about the possibility of failure. It's got to be precarious. So, yeah, man. and that's the thing. And it, it was the same when 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 uh, Michael Schumacher was winning everything. There were lots of people that got turned off by that and thought, "Oh well, I'm not going to watch because you know we know what the outcome is. So what's the point of watching?" Yeah. And there was a bit of it, you know, in this in this in this turbo hybrid era with Lewis dominating. You know, we had a break with uh, with Nico winning, but you know, a lot of people have been turned off by that, but then turned on by uh, Drive to Survive. Now, talking about Schumacher. Mm. Hey, Mick, get the hell out the way faster. What are we doing on... Yeah. Hey? Uh, get out the way, pal. We've got two guys <laughs> trying to race. For the... <laughs> what yeah, are you doing? He's just I, hanging out. Like, don't... Yeah, I, I'm... Relevance, always... boy. <laughs> I, you know, I always feel sorry for those back markers. The rule is get out the way. Yeah, absolutely. The, the other rule is, you know, you've got a whole team behind you going, you should get out the way. But, you know, there are, there are places on the track where it's easy to get out the way and there are places where it's not easy to get out the way. And I think that's, you know, for Mick Schumacher. I don't think Mick Schumacher is the kind of guy to hang around for the sake of it and piss people off. I think he's probably, probably more, one of the more sporting guys out there and he realizes he's not in any kind of point-scoring position. So there's no point holding anybody mm. up. I'll, I'll be honest. I was kind of hoping that uh, Verstappen completely lost his cool. Like, you're not your dad. <laughs> You're like, yeah, you're, yeah, you're, 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 you're like not drama. your dad. Yo, you're not your dad. Get you're out of the old man, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll never be your dad. And wow. the, best, the best thing about that is, is that uh, Mick Schumacher couldn't turn around to Max and go, "Hey, man, you're not your dad." Is it? <laughs> Max would get damn right, I'm not. I'm winning races. <laughs> I'm winning. <laughs> yeah. So that was. Uh, I mean, that was that was no good. But 
I do like I, I really really do like this young guy and mm. y- you know what the cool thing about him is is that the talented young people I've met talented people are really bad at taking feedback yeah they're really talented because what can you tell them mm. but if he's now showing signs of okay now he's aware of the strategy at mm. 23 so now he's not even thinking just uh, just himself imagine him at 28 yeah and that's that's the thing he's, he he has as you said developed relatively quickly considering yeah. where he was two seasons ago this hot-headed you know do anything to win kind of person now he's taking a, a bigger overview and going right let me let me lose the battle to win the war oh. let me change let me let me change gears check no this guy mm. since mm. the just in there with the quality mm. next we're off to because uh, i'm a man of the world yeah mexico mexico we are in mexico yeah uh, so, uh, what is that track like? What are we looking forward to there? Well, yeah, it's interesting. So, technically, the circuit will uh, suit the Red Bull uh, because it's 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 two thousand two hundred meters up in the air. Mm-hmm. So, the altitude has a, a real effect on downforce and, and engine power. And everyone's saying, well, you know, it's something that that should affect the Red Bull a little bit worse than the Mercedes, um, and they should struggle a bit more than the Mercedes. But if you look at the results, Verstappen on average has a better time. Uh, if you look at the last four seasons, we didn't race there last year, so uh, 2019, 18, 17, 16. Um, I think Verstappen had uh, he's had a better race, scored more points. Uh, him and, and Hamilton have both got two wins apiece over that time span. Um, and as well as that, Verstappen qualifies a little bit better. He's been top three since 2016. Every time we've been there, he's qualified in the top three. Uh, and I, I think it's going to be close. Uh, Mercedes, as a team, generally do better. They've scored more points over the last four years than, than Red Bull has. But it's going to be tight. And I think, um, given the form that, that Max is showing now, he seems impervious to pressure. And I think the pressure is, if anything, is now shifting to Lewis. Because as much as he's like, ah, oh, you know what, I've won championships. He wants that eighth championship. Just and to he's gonna, it off. And he's going to be pushing to get it. And Verstappen is, I would imagine, somewhere in his mind, he's going, you know what, if I don't win this year, I've got another 10 years. Although he wants to be the guy that stops it. He uh, wants to be the guy. Yeah, that, I'm the no stop, doubt. Yeah. He's he, the guy. He wants to go. I'm the, I'm the reason Lewis didn't win an eight. I took him to the max. That. Uh, hey? Max was stopping. I, I'm, I'm all in. And uh, guys in the studio don't know, but listen, I may or may not get a Max for stopping suit by the end of the season. I did promise to do that. TBD. And James doesn't know what acronyms are for. Um, Spike, what is the. How do you say the acronym mm. for rolling on the floor? Laughing. R-O-F-L. So you say the letters. As opposed to roughing. I say rough. Fair enough, because people say lol. So James, what are you talking about? I don't know, dude. I'm just vibes. Yeah, that's true. I mean, cheapest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. We're in Mexico uh, next time. That's going to be awesome. Uh, Spike, good stuff today. Good stuff. This this Verstappen guy is... I'm all in. Uh, you can go and vote on the poll, by the way. And this poll lasts forever. It, 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 uh, it Not forever. I mean, nothing lasts forever. I mean, everyone thought Diana and the Prince would stay together forever. That tragically... Uh, what's it? Parker Bowles came along and said... Oh. Box, box, box. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say the paparazzi came along. Well, that was a whole... I think they were divorced by then. True. true. Yeah. They were, yeah, so yeah, yeah. The, the Parker Bowles thing, she yeah. was... Yeah, mm-hmm. but she was always in the mix. She was, yeah. Actually, the true love, from what I hear. Yeah, mm-hmm. apparently, yes. Who cares? Uh, maybe uh, the royals should be made to work like the rest of us uh, before they get money. So, um, Cliff Central Sport, you can go and vote on the tubes. The poll is this: as the F1 season comes to a close, 
Who are you backing to take home the world championship? At the moment, half of uh, our votes think Max Verstappen. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, who's never paid tax in his life, uh, is the other one at 17%. Uh, what is a world championship? It's also 17%. And they say the red one. I mean, you know, who makes these options, these voting options? It's it's incredible scene. Spike, awesome. Senzo, good stuff to the boys at the back. Uh, we had Ryan on the ones and twos today. Uh, we're trying to train people up. Soon you may see a guy called Sipo back there. You know, we're trying to get everybody upskilled. Uh, that, that, I don't actually care about upskilling these guys. It just feels like the right thing to say. You, you, like it's kind of like a PR exercise for me. And people go, it's media oh. Media training. Yeah. Is, that, is there a, is there a upskill section or segment for me, for me and my thumbs? There's not helping you there, James. Like, I can't help that you haven't escaped the jungle like the rest of us and can't exercise the, what they call the precision grip properly. That's not, that's, that's on your ancestors. That's not on me. You know what I mean? Should we just mute his mic? You guys are professionals back there. Keep it up there, guys. Good stuff. All things considered. All things considered. All right. This is the MKT Show. Remember, the podcast is available. Please, uh, uh, be sure uh, to come and visit us on all of our platforms, by the way. Cliff Central Sport is available. Instagram, uh, you, you know, where we, Cliff C Sport, if you're on the Tweet Monster. Otherwise, if you're looking for the podcast, cliffcentral.com, uh, the Cliff Central app, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you may get your podcast. If you're with us uh, and you're new, of course, please subscribe on YouTube. That is, of course, hit the button, hit the bell. I'm not young enough to know. It's somewhere down there, I think, on the left or the right. Uh, I'm not too sure. The guys in the back will sort that out. Uh, but for today, the MKT Show is the hell out of here. Hey, what's happening? It is your hostess of the mostest, MKT here uh, from the infamous MKT show, live on Cliff Central Sport on YouTube. Catch myself and many other passionate sports fans, enthusiasts, uh, maniacs live on YouTube every day from 12 till 2 p.m. Central African time and from 3 to 5 live on the Cliff Central app, cliffcentral.com or wherever you may consume Cliff Central's content. In case you missed the live stream, the MKT Show is also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget, like, share, subscribe, be a friend, tell a friend. If you're joining us for the very first time on YouTube, hit that button. The button is below. Get involved in the comment section. This is Mbulelo Kayele Tutinta, and I approve this message. Yes, you can. Cliffcentral.com